How much money would it take to get you to spend the night in a cemetery? Hey ho, and what do you know? It's the Sleeping Situation Podcast. I'm Ivy. I hated that. Do you want to start over? No. <laughs> Who are you then? I'm Matt. I can't hear anything. I am now and shall remain. You are and always have been? Yes. Uh, Ray's over there. She's got a squinky eye tonight. Poor kitty. Uh, Ray has allergies, as do the other two of us, which we were just discussing. Um, she gets goopy eyes sometimes. Usually yeah. just one at a time, poor baby. But uh, it'll go away in about a day, so it's fine. She'll be okay. Yeah. She just looks at you with the stink eye for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes her look, like, extra judgy. Yeah. Uh, hey, what's up? Well, um, all of the things are bad. Kind of, yes. Um, I'm sure you've all heard by now. Um, Ohio is getting the, uh, it's getting the shutdown. The big lockdown. Yeah. Um, needless to say, all of my gigs until forever are canceled now. Um... And, uh, they moved voting day, which I didn't know was something that could happen. Well, here's the thing, is that that's a whole big rigmarole, because it's kind of not. But because we are in a declared state of health emergency, uh, the, uh, what is, I'm sorry, what's her title? I can't remember. Who? Dr. Acton, the, like... Secretary of Health for Ohio. Yeah. Uh, she is allowed to do stuff like that in a crisis situation. So, uh, but apparently that's, it's still not legal. So somebody still might get in trouble for that. But uh, I think it was the right call. So. That's just uh, scary for democracy times. That's how I feel about that. But uh, that's, yeah, well, that's fine. Um, There's that. I guess not too much else. That's been the big hubbub this week. Well, of course. Um, as of uh, to, today is Sunday. Um, as of tomorrow night, I am unemployed. Um, temporarily. Temporarily unemployed. Theoretically, temporarily unemployed. Um, and uh, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Projects. Because I should have a job when this whole thing blows over. I hope I have a job. And so I'm trying to figure out what the heck I'm going to do with myself. Um, uh, you should promote your band camp. And people should throw a dollar your way if they want to download some ditties. Well, my no. They're all free. You should listen to them. Um, and maybe say a nice word. All right. And validate me. And then you should go spend money on other artists who are actually good. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. I mean, you should do that, but also, download some ditties. Where can they get your ditties, Matt? Uh, mattwarner.bandcamp.com. Best of Little Ditties, Volumes 1 through 5. Available now. Available now at your local band camp. Uh, there's a new Childish Gambino album out. Oh, I, I didn't know that. It came out today, I guess. Wow. That should be fun. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to check that out at some point. Um, yeah. We got some reviews logged back to do, though. This is true. Because we said we would do all three of the suggestos we got last week. Right. Um, so maybe we can do, like, a mini-review of it suggestos? or something. Suggestos? Yeah. Suggestos. The new hit cereal from Kellogg's. Suggestos. Um, They're shaped like little microphones, capitalizing on the popularity of the podcast era. Um, I am good at speaking, and I belong here. So, go ahead. No, I've been mostly, we've just, I've been kind of planning, um, the cat is sitting on the synthesizer like a gargoyle. I'm always scared she's gonna tip that over. Uh, I don't think she could tip it over. She would have to, have to jump on it real hard. She's like a big sleepy owl. Yes. Um, I've just been trying to come up with some, uh, plans and projects and such, um, Ivy made me do yoga yesterday. Oh, yeah. And I hurt a little bit, but I think maybe that would be a good thing to do. 
We could do it after this. Mm. If you want. Maybe. I need food. Okay. And also, I'm drinking beer right now. Oh. And I don't know if that would be the most right thing. Maybe if you only had one. If you don't want to, that's fine. We could do it tomorrow. Can we? No, there needs to be a drunk yoga. This needs to be a thing now. It's the new trendy thing. You can be drunk, and then I will not be, uh, so I can make sure you don't kill yourself. That's... Because you're liable to do that when you're not drunk, because you are not experienced yet. I am not. um, And there were some things that you were doing wrong yesterday, and I tried to just only pay attention to the very important ones. Like what? What was I doing very wrong? Well, you didn't, you were putting your hands, your fingers all really close together, and that's going to put all the weight in your wrists, and you want it to be more in your fingers. Oh, that would be why my wrists hurt real bad. Yeah, I kept trying to tell you that, and you didn't listen to me, but that's all right. I said spread out your fingers like twice, and you didn't listen to me either time. I think, I think, no, I think what you said is spread out your hands, and so I moved my hands farther oh, apart. Oh, well, maybe that's my fault then. I mean, I just, I... But one t- you had your feet together one time, too, and you needed to have them. Well, I... Spread out, and also bending is, you're new to bending in yeah. general. I mean, it like, <laughs> it, it kind of felt good, and it also kind of just hurt. It's uh, because you've never done it before. Right, yeah, I know. Your muscles were like, who, what, whom... Whomst? Why? <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was that was certainly interesting. Um, I've decided that I'm going to go through and catalog all of my records. That's a good project. Um, it's going to take a minute, uh, but uh, having a, a list in my phone for when I go to the record store and I'm like, do I have this record? Um, that will be uh, useful, I think. Yeah, and you should go through them too and we should get rid of any duplicates we have. Or ones that you like, there's, actually don't want. Yeah, there's a lot in there. There's still there's um there's a whole tub of them in the closet too. Oh yeah, should go through those ones. Um, just uh like give them to Square when they open back up or something. Yeah, <laughs> record store's closed. What am I supposed to do? Um, what else? I I might clean my car. That would be fun. Wow. I'm gonna try to write some music. I don't know if that yeah. will happen or not. Make like a like a music retreat. Um, the, the main issue being is that we live in a fairly small space and... Well, you just go in the bedroom all day and lock Ivy yourself in there. still has to work. Yeah. And, <laughs> and confinement is not conducive to the creative process. To the mat? Confinement is not conducive to the mat. Because you're going to walk out here ten times tomorrow and just be like walking around and waving well, your I arms. I have to work tomorrow. But Tuesday... You have to work tomorrow? Yeah. You're still open tomorrow? But yeah, I think so. I think it's closed as of now, isn't no, it? No, I thought it was as of midnight tomorrow. Oh. Okay, I didn't know that. I, I, I didn't know I that. thought that's what they said. Well, I, don't I don't know. Well, I guess we'll find out. Um, I would call somebody before you drive all the way down there tomorrow or something. Yeah. Um, I, what, if, what, if, uh, what if we did like a midweek podcast? I don't see why not. everybody's going to be stuck at home. Yeah. And so we, we got to do a midweek podcast. We got to crank out the entertainment for the peoples. Yeah, I don't see why not. That would be would that be fun? Yeah. I don't know. That would be fun. Um since we have more time. Yeah. Um and ev- everyone that's also sitting at home uh can always send us stuff and questions and stuff. Uh cuz uh that's helpful. Correct. And you can interact with us the podcast. Matt and Ivy, <laughs> comma the podcast. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the, I, I don't know what else went on this week. I don't know. I not, forgot about the yoga not already. Not too so. much <laughs> of anything. Here's something that I'm concerned about. Um, I've joked before that I have, uh, music gear spread across several counties. Ah. And now I'm going to be at home. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, I feel like tomorrow after work, maybe I should drive around and collect some of it. Mm, you need to stay away from people. I know, but my pedal board's at Dave's. Well, that's kind of important. <laughs> um, my pedal board's Tell at Dave's. Tell him to just, like, set it outside when you're five minutes away. Yeah, and my amp, my guitar amp is at Cam's. So, well. I'm like, maybe if I'm going to be stuck maybe. at home, like, wanting to play music, I might want to have that stuff. Not so that I... Tell them you're having contactless delivery. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not that I am uh, don't have enough gear here to manage myself. Um, but I mostly need to, like, stock up on parts and stuff, because there's a few projects that I want to try to tackle, uh, like guitar stuff, 
And I'm like, if I start a project and I'm like, oh, I just need this part, and then all the guitar stores are closed, I'm going to lose it. I don't know about I that. I guess I have a key. I can just... <laughs> Just text my boss, like, hey, I'm going into work. I need parts. <laughs> I need strings. Yeah. I suppose that wouldn't be the end of the world. Maybe not. Um, anyhow, uh, that's about all that's been going on. It's just everything got kind of shut down. And, um... Yeah. I need to spend some serious time, like, practicing bass this week, because I haven't been playing at all. Yeah. Because I haven't had anything to do. But, um... Well, this is some time to focus on you. I hope so. Um, what's been going on with you this week? Um, the first thing on my list is nothing. Uh, that's pretty much it. I've been working from home. It's been mostly good. My job is easy to do from home because the bulk of what I do is uh, sit and write things and uh, schedule things and post things and administrative tasks as well. So that's not especially hard for me. I've worked from home for like short stints before, but this is going to be a bit more of a long haul. Uh, the only bad thing is uh, conference calls are just the worst. <clears throat> Everybody talks at once, and the person who's supposed to be talking is crackly, and then someone's child starts screaming, and then nobody knows what's going on, and you can't hear, and it's just like, oh, if only this was better. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we joked because I have an, uh, an intern at work right now who's, like, helping me out, and, uh, we were on, like, the Slack chat while the conference call was going on, because some, like, documents needed to be sent and whatever, and our, we had our, like, weekly beginning of the week production meeting, and it lasted for an hour, and my intern sent me a message that was, like, I did not think this was gonna take this long, and I was like, me too, bro, uh, but it was fine, we got through it. Uh, it was a weird time for all of us, so happens. The only other things are that I finished what I'm referring to as part two of my book, even though that's not necessarily... Part two, part two, part two, part two, part two, uh, What time were we at? That's 12 minutes. Besides the mm -hmm. fact that I immediately, right before you hit the record button, did a Spongebob quote. That's, uh, that's the mark for today. Um, it's... it's uh, if I haven't explained it before in the novel that I'm writing, there are three different main characters, each with their own sort of storyline, and they uh, it switches off between chapters, and it's like separate stories that kind of overlap, but not exactly. Uh, so it's part two in that it's the second main character, not that it comes second in the book, because it'll go back and forth between all three of them throughout the whole book. It's not like three separate short stories or anything. So part two is done. I got one more part left, and then it'll be ready for people to read, maybe. Yes. <laughs> yes, it will be ready for people to read, even though that's terrifying to me. Um, good. And, uh, Animal Crossing came out on Friday. I had ordered a physical copy of Animal Crossing New Horizons for my Switch, and I got an email that said it wasn't going to be coming until Tuesday, and I said, no. And I canceled that order, and I bought a download code instead so that I could have it on Friday when it came out. And boy, howdy, is that what the world needed at this time. I'm not sure it's a coincidence. I think maybe it's divine intervention that Animal Crossing came out this week, because it provides us with social interaction and also, like, good feelings and anxiety relief and all of that good stuff, because there's absolutely no pressure. I just want to run around on my island and catch fish and... Uh, chop down trees, and then plant more. And it's great. Uh, if you have a Nintendo Switch, uh, you should get this game. It's wonderful and just so lovely and adorable. And uh, if you already have it, you should send me your friend code because I want to be friends. So we can cross the animals together. I just did my first... Uh, visiting someone else's island, I went over to my brother's island, and then I proceeded to cry laughing because I was hitting him with my net, and it was just so funny to me that, like, two hours, no, not even, what am I talking about? An hour away, he's sitting in his, my parents' house, and I'm here, but I'm hitting him with a net, and he's experiencing it in real time an hour away. 
I don't know if that's exactly what made it so funny to me or just the fact that, like, I knew that was him and I could do something annoying. I think that's more <laughs> what it is. Like, ha, I'm hitting you and you can't stop me. Uh, except for every time I would hit him, he would get his axe out and threaten me with it. Uh, which is not what the game is about. It's a very wholesome game. <laughs> but it's the only threat that he could uh, wage at me. You've somehow managed to make something <laughs> wholesome violent. Yeah. Well, that's what brothers are for, I think. <laughs> um, so that's good. And that's about all that's up. So do you have a special surprise in store right now? <laughs> no, I don't have a special surprise. But it is time for our new segment. Uh, it's not new. We we did it before. It's newish. It's newish. It's our newest. It's it's time for Random Opinion Corner. Okay. And this week's Random Opinion Corner topic is hammocks. Hammocks? Good but dangerous. Yes. I enjoy sitting in hammocks. Yeah. I enjoy laying in hammocks. Mm-hmm. Trying to sleep in a hammock is not comfortable. I don't know that I've ever tried. I'm scared to get in them because I'm scared I'm going to flip over. But once I'm in, I'm usually good. But sometimes it's hard to get comfy. I've uh, only ever had the wind knocked out of me twice in my life, and both (laughs) times were hammock related. (laughs) Explain. I was on the hammock, and then I was not on the hammock. <laughs> was it because of someone else or because of your own fault or I because the hammock broke? No, I, I think it's just I flipped off of it. <laughs> Were you sleeping? Um, no, I don't think so. Oh. Um, my, well, my sister has one of those, like, um, like they're like the, they're not vinyl. What is that material? Like tent material. Yeah, she has like one of those. But my, my aunt used to have... In my mind, it was enormous. I might have just been a small child at that time. Um, but it was actually one of the rope ones. Yeah. Which are super cool. Yeah, I like um, those. And that's the one that I fell off of. I think those are more comfy, though, like the stretchy rope yeah, kind. Yeah, they are. Um, I love that hammock. That was like the thing when we would go over there. I think you've been in more hammocks than me. I mean, I've been in a couple. So overall, hammocks positive, but cautious. (laughs) Use caution when enjoying your hammock. Is that it for opinion time? Yeah. So now we can move on to everyone's favorite segment? Yes. It's things of the week. Things of the week. Positive opinions time. (laughs) Correct. You go ahead. All right. Um, We just uh, polished off season five of the Clone Wars. (gasps) You know that, that oh, uh, reaction image that's the really, like, fat-cheeked cat that says heavy breathing underneath it? That was me. I think it's just, I just, I want to think back to, like, a couple months ago when Ivy didn't know yet. And I told her, and she didn't believe me. I did believe you. And then for the last, like, three weeks, I've just been saying, you're not ready. You're not ready. I have an idea. What? Should we live stream things of the week right now? Or no? I, no. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Maybe this we'll is, live stream like on Wednesday. This is too much pressure now. We can, I mean, like Instagram we could, live, I mean. We could do that anyhow. I don't know. It might be fun. Never mind. Go ahead. Let us know, people, if that would be something that you'd be into. I feel like our, like, actual listener base would just drop off then because they'd watch the live stream. Maybe yeah. not. I don't know. I didn't, yeah. That's why I thought maybe just a snippet. Hey, but. that might be a fun thing that we could do. It would be hard to get. We would have to set up, like, because there's no, we're facing each other. We'd have to put a tripod, like, I don't know. We'll figure it out. With the fisheye lens. We'll just be like, whoa, on the side. <laughs> Neat. Um, uh, so keep your eyes peeled for that, maybe. Yes. Um, I've been playing some Animal Crossing also. I played the other one some, but not like a ton, a ton, but uh, some. Uh, I've been still enjoying some Sorrow TV videos. Um, I've been still enjoying uh, our our bit this week is, uh, hey, Ivy, can you burn a Luigi board? (laughs) Um, And that's a lot of fun. Oh, on the Netflix this week... um, me and Ivy watched the newest Mike Birbiglia special, the new one, uh, oh, which, yeah. which I talked about before, and we saw the sort of early iteration of live when we went to see him. It's super funny. I super recommend everybody watches it. Um, I've been told that it's especially enjoyable for uh, young parents, but that's uh, that's what I've heard. That makes sense to me. Um, last night, I watched uh, the new Miles Davis documentary, Birth of the Cool. Um, 
It's a good music documentary if you're into that kind of thing. It's also on Netflix. Um, also last night, we got a pizza from Upper Crust, which is the new hip pizza place in Akron. And boy, was it bumping. Everybody getting takeout. Yeah. Um, also, the uh, I've been uh, really enjoying the Oreo white chocolate Hershey bars. What are those called? Cookies and cream. Yes. Cookies and cream Hershey bars. A plus. I used to get those all the time. They're so good. They used to be like my favorite candy bar, and then they stopped selling them for a while. Mm. But then uh, my aunt and uncle used to always like get us lots of candy on Halloween because we'd like go down the street to their house. And there was one year that my uncle travels a lot, used to travel a lot for business, mm -hmm. and he had seen them at a grocery store somewhere when they didn't have them around mm. here. So he bought me like 10 of them and gave <laughs> them to me, like full size bars yeah, and gave yeah. them to me for Halloween. That's fun. I always remember that. Uh, and also muffins. Ivy made muffins. I love muffins. Muffin time. Those muffins are the reason I married your mother. <laughs> so are you saying if I make you enough muffins? I'm saying that... And... I'm not saying anything. <laughs> You're stuck in a house with me for two weeks. Just think about that. Uh, anything else? The cow won't leave you alone. Um, no. <laughs> Whoops, that. My arm hurts. Oh. Uh, you can, uh, now it's time for Ivy's things of the week. This week, my things of the week include uh, what I've been listening to. I've been listening to Lord Melodrama. Uh, such a banger of an album. When is the next Lord album going to come out? Where is she? She's disappeared back into, like, the mist. And one of these days, she's just going to pop back out with another album. It's like every time, uh, every time Haley's Comet comes around, Lord appears. Yeah. Somebody has to has to sacrifice a, a a bat. Yeah, that makes sense. That seems about right. In Australia. Well, anyway. No, New Zealand. She's from New, New Zealand. Zealand. Yeah. Yes, that seems about right. So New Zealanders, please get on that. Um, also, we were having a pop punk moment the other night, and it was a grand old time while playing the Spotify game. Uh, been listening to All Time Low a good bit. Recommend that if you're in a pop punk mood. Also, the other day I was working and I was trying to write something, and I it was a boring thing for work that was like every time I tried to write it, my brain would just rebel against me and be like, I don't want to do this, it's so boring. So uh, I tried to put on my Bangers and Bops playlist, and then I got too distracted because the songs were too good. So then I found a YouTube video of studio uh, Ghibli music on the piano, and that did the trick. I got through it. So if you're looking for work-from-home music, piano scores are a good, good resource. I'm slightly concerned the cat has jumped behind the Wurlitzer. The cat has jumped behind the Wurlitzer. I witnessed it. Oh, there she is. <laughs> I wonder if the people can hear that. Kitty, come over here and explain what you've done. Matt's going to hold the cat. The cat wants to go. She has her own plans. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, since we've been home all week, I have a lot of content with which to suggest to you because I've been consuming a lot of content. Uh, first, uh, the Harry Styles Tiny Desk concert from, like, last week or so. Very good. Would highly recommend that. It's NPR's Tiny Desk concert series, and, uh, it's like an artist comes in and does a semi-acoustic, usually acoustic-ish set in, like, their office, and the Harry Styles one is great. You should check it out. Also, uh, I have been watching a good bit of anime lately. All of a sudden, Netflix has more anime, I think. It feels like they have more good anime all of a sudden. Anyway, I watched a series, it's one season, called Your Lie in April, and it was heartbreakingly wonderful. Uh, sad, I will caution you. Uh, if you're in the mood for something like, uh, uh, you know, like, beautiful and sad, that's the one to go for. It is about, like, teen musicians and them, like, competing in, like, music, music competitions. Uh, but there's more to it than that, and there's lots of, like, love triangles and things, but not in, like, a cheesy way, mm. in, like, a very realistic way. Because as the series go on, you sort of learn, like, this person likes this person, but this person likes this person, and then they all sort of start to realize it, and it's them, like, figuring out how they feel about each other and stuff. Mm. It sounds... It's like a friend group, so that's that's sort of how it goes. Um, but it's really, really good. I would recommend it. It's just one season. I watched it in, like, three days or something. It's it's probably, like, enough to watch in, like, one or two days, mm -hmm. one or two sittings if you wanted to watch the whole thing. 
Um, also, a, the Little Fires Everywhere series premiered on Hulu, and so I signed up for a free trial of Hulu because we canceled our Hulu so I could watch it because that is one of my favorite books I've read in the past couple years. And um, the author is one of the producers of this series, and they sort of expanded the book a little bit, so there's some stuff in the series that wasn't in the book, but I still really like it. Um, the first three episodes are up, and they're like an hour long. It's got Reese Witherspoon and Kerry Washington and Joshua Jackson in it. Um, I said that right, didn't I? Um, it's really, really good. Uh, if you want, like, a drama mystery to watch uh, on Hulu, I would suggest that. Also the book. Um, the best, uh, you know, like, quarantine meme, as I'm calling them in my head, that I've seen, uh, Tabby sent this to me, was uh, the singer JoJo did a parody of her own song, Leave, parentheses, Get Out, that was like, uh, chill, stay in. So she changed all the lyrics to, it's a song about, like, you cheated on me, so get out of my house. Right. Uh, she changed them all to, like, stay in, don't go outside. And it's just wonderful content. I believe it was on, what did she say? I think it's, like, on her Facebook or Instagram or something like that. Uh, we'll share it from our page or something, but it's really good. Um, my favorite thing from this week is I was reminded of a video from, it's a show called, um, what's it called again? Um, I pulled it up and now I forget. It's from the show Beyond Belief Fact or Fiction, which gives me a very, like, unsolved mystery sort of vibe, but there's an actor named Jonathan Frakes, who I believe was on, like, Star Trek or something, um, and... It's the sort of show where it's, like, um, you know, uh, crazy, like, news stories or whatever. And the, the purpose of the show is to, like, tell you the story and ask you to, like, do you think it was true or not? Sort of, what do you think the mystery, how did the mystery work or whatever? Mm -hmm. um, and there would be, like, live, like, reenactments or whatever during the show. But um, Jonathan Frakes, I think I'm saying that right, would walk out and, like, introduce the story and apparently the way he would do this is to ask rhetorical questions, and there's a supercut of all of the strange questions he's asked to, uh, you know, introduce the fact or fiction stories, and when you string them all together, it sounds like just an annoying toddler coming up and asking you <laughs> random questions is sort of the joke that it's usually uh, associated with, and it makes me laugh so hard, and I've just taken to asking Matt all of the questions from the video, my favorite of which being, how much money would it take to get you to spend the night in a cemetery? So I just like to ask him that from time to time. My second favorite is, do you have a pet? This I will definitely share to social media so everyone can see it. And uh, I just wanted to give one more shout out to Pink Wafer Cookies and also uh, Sour Patch Kids. They are keeping me alive in this time. Things of the week. Good. Bob. Bob. Now it's review time. Okay. This week we are taking a suggestion from good friend and listener Holly. Thank you for the suggestion we oh, asked. Oh no. What? I thought this was one that you had come up. Okay. No. Okay. I mean, I already liked this album, but Holly said she wanted to hear our thoughts on it because okay. we never reviewed it, even though I wanted to review it when it came out and for whatever reason we did not. Okay. Uh, we're going to review the album Love and Fear by Marina, formerly Marina and the Diamonds. I'll probably refer to her that to... Oh, no. <laughs> I will probably refer to her by that name probably at least once without thinking about it just because that's what I'm used to referring to her as because I've been a fan for a while, but it is the same artist. Um, it came out last year at some point. Uh, I forget. I feel like it was last summer or something like that. It's fairly recent, though. Um, and it's like a, a two-disc album. The first disc is Love, and the second disc is Fear, and the full album is called Love and Fear. And it's sort of like a a, a very loose concept album in that sense, in that like each, each disc in, in the two-disc album was uh, themed after Love or Fear. So we listened to it, and we're going to review it now. What did you think? Um, I didn't think much of anything. Mm. I didn't like it that much. Mm. It was kind of boring, and uh, I don't have too many nice things to say. Goodness gracious me. I would wonder, then, what you would think of her other albums, because they are similar yet different. This is her most different album, and it's the first one that she did since dropping the And the Diamonds, and I think that was intentional. I think it was sort of like an intentional shift. Mm. Um, it still sounds like her, like, uh, somewhat, but I think it's 
the sort of tone is different than her other work. So I wonder what you would think of, if I showed you maybe some of the hits from her other ones, like some of mm-hmm. my favorite tracks or something, just to see what you think. Um, overall, yeah, I've been a fan for a while, been listening to this album since it came out, and I do enjoy it. Um, some really good tracks, but I don't think it's her best ever, but I still like it. I still think it's worth listening to, if you're a fan of sort of electro-pop sort of music. So, what things did you like about it? Um, there's a, there's a couple uh, things that I liked. Um, there's a really funky kind of sequencer bass synth thing on End of the Earth that I thought was pretty funky. Um, the song Believe in Love, I thought had, that had a nice groove. It appears that she is a good singer, regardless of the fact that they auto-tuned her voice anyhow. Uh, it's, I think it's done for effect. I think it is, too. I think that's dumb. She absolutely has a gorgeous voice. I've heard her, like, play piano and sing, yeah. you know, in videos and stuff. And it's she has a gorgeous voice. Right. That's what it seemed like. Yeah. But then they're like, no, nah, let's put chorus and auto-tune on it. Sure. And I was like, oh. This album is certainly more produced, I would say, than, than okay. her others. I would be interested in hearing the others. There are... Well, well, maybe after this I'll, like, play you a couple songs, and okay. we'll see what you think. But, um, yeah. Was that it? Those are the things that I like the most. <laughs> Those three very specific things. A plus things. album cover. I like the album cover a lot. Yeah. She is very pretty. Oh, yes. She is, like, one of my top girl crushes. Oh. Top five Ivy girl crushes. Um, Margot Next week. Robbie. Oh. No. <laughs> no, you can do it now. It's fine. Um, Margot Robbie. Yes. Halsey. Nah. Marina. Okay. Um, you caught me off guard. Um, Blake Lively. Um, one more, one more, Ivy, one more. Um, why can't it? Emma Watson. Um, Grand. Um, that was I, uh, that was a new segment that I'm initiating <laughs> called, uh, called Surprise Top Five. Yeah, uh, Shotgun Top Five. What what is all this crap all over the table? Crumbs, because we eat here. Gross. Sometimes we eat here when your toolbox is in. How in the way. actually? How dare you? Uh, I only speak the truth. My <laughs> brother only speaks lies. Which one of us? I forget how that riddle what? goes. There's a riddle where it's like I don't, one of us only tells the truth. One of us only lies. Uh, I forget the rest of it, though. I forget what the the other part of it is. Uh, anyway, um, things that I liked about it. Uh, I She is one of my favorite songwriters. Uh, I think that she does a really good job lyrically. I like the sort of interesting melody things that she does. It's hard not to just think about her whole body of work in just this album, just because I am such a big fan. Um, and I think maybe... Some of this, I think the songwriting on this one, especially the fear side, is better. I like the more vulnerable songs, the more like heartfelt, genuine, emotional type songs on the fear side. I think some of the songs on the love side are really good, and other ones aren't quite on that level. I guess that's half a grievance and half a like, so I don't know where to put that. I, w- but, I will agree that I liked the second half better. Yeah, I think the second half is definitely, it feels more like her, and I think it's just more like genuine, more like, deep, more substantive. Um, Substantive? Yeah, more substance. Um, Her voice is gorgeous and also very unique at the same time. I just think when I listen to her music, especially this album, it's like, it's pop, but there's always something a little, like, weird about it. There's something a little more unique and different. I don't know how exactly to explain that. Maybe it's like, the way that she uses the electronic sounds or whatever, and I think a lot of it is, like, the melodies are a little less, like, same four chords all the time. There's something that's, like, a little more unexpected about, like, the melodies. I will will tell you what it is. What is it? It's very Spanish. Yeah. It has that kind of, This album, especially, yeah. Yeah, it has that, I don't want to, I don't want to say, like, Mexican-sounding, but it has that kind of... Like, um, Latin. Latin, thank you. That yeah, was the word. The word that was the politically correct <laughs> term that I was searching for. Yeah, I will agree for sure. She um, she is Welsh, yes. um, but her dad is Greek, so she is Welsh and Greek, oh. uh, which is a very interesting mix. Uh, 
but it's cool. There's, there's a lyric on there somewhere, like, I flew to Greece to see my family or something. Mm. There's, it's in the, it's on the album somewhere. I forget what song it is, though. Um, yeah, I like that it's, it's pop, but it's, it's a little bit, there's some flair to it, and there's always something a little bit different and unexpected, so I enjoy that. Um, what grievances have you to air? All right, here's a very specific audio uh, engineering, I'm a musician thing that I just hate. I just hate it. And it's one of those things that as soon as I figured out what it was, I was like, oh, that's what that makes me hate this so much, is an audio recording technique called ducking. Have I explained to you ducking? I do not think so. Basically, um, there's the mix of a song, right? And it's like this loud. Yeah. And what ducking does is when the kick drum comes in, everything else gets out of the way. Oh. And so it does this with the levels. Okay. I'm doing a, a visual interpretation. Um, <laughs> it looks like he's doing the robot, perhaps. Google it. Um, basically, when the kick drum or the snare drum happens, everything else gets out of the way. Yeah. And it gives it this very, like, pulsing kind of feel to it, like this mm-hmm. very push and pull kind of pulse thing. It's very clubby. Like, imagine yeah. in your brain club music, that's what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Which is fine for the club, but it's mm-hmm. not fine for me listening to it on the bed in, in the <laughs> apartment. Um, it's one of those things that it's very, that's a very typical thing in sort of modern pop music. Mm-hmm. Especially sort of that electronic um, uh, pop thing. Um, I don't like it. That's fair. Not even a little bit. That is understandable. Her other music, I will say, doesn't sound like that yeah that's really my biggest thing is it's like it just sounds like every other kind of club pop album mm-hmm. um i i hate the sound of drum machines like is that what that is well there's just there's there's some like really specific drum machine sounds that mm-hmm. i can't stand drum machine hi-hats sound like garbage <laughs> all of them do well, why can't them. they make them better i don't know <laughs> Because it's an aesthetic. Like, it's, I guess, they, yeah. they're going for a thing. Yeah. And that's that thing. It's been and established. I just, I just don't like it. All right. Um, uh, 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 um, another sort of trope of um, modern pop music uh, that I don't like, um, usually uh, used in conjunction with the ducking, is there's like a heavy, like really dark, deep, kind of clubby beat. With some sort of weird uh, vocally instrument synthesizer sound playing some sort of disjointed melody over top of it. I hate that. It's just, it's always like a <laughs> kind of lead line with this, just the worst sounding synthesizer. It's terrible. I don't like it. This, I, it's not terrible. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> I'm not a super fan of the uh, the sort of Spanish uh, Latin pop feel. I like Latin jazz a lot, um, but it's that like that kind of like the dance beat yeah, of it. I do. I don't like it. All right. Um, wow, this is too long. It's too long. It's only fifty six minutes. That's too long. It's like ten minutes too long. It's like. 50 minutes of club music. I. That's too much for listening at home by myself. I. Um, I thought it was interesting. I assumed that that's what she was going for with the two CDs thing. Mm-hmm. But it could have been, like, a third less. I. And it maybe would have still been too long, but I'm, I'm biased. All right. Okay. Do you have any grievances of which to air? Yeah, I got a few. Um, I'm not as big of a fan as sort of the clubby feel to this one as well. I think that's more on the love side than the fear side, which is why I think I Agreed. don't like it as much. Um, it would be okay if it was a couple of the tracks, but most of the tracks on the first disc are sort of a club song. I don't dislike the songs, but listening to all of them together is a lot. So I agree with you there. Um the only other thing as as a fan that I can say that you didn't really cover is that a lot of why I like her, um, especially, like, lyrically and, like, um, even, like, what is the word I want to say? She's very th- kind of theatrical in her other um, albums. Her lyrics are very, like, sarcastic and witty and, like, commentary on, I don't want to say issues, but, like, 
stereotypes or like, um, you know, like, um, different societal expectations or whatever, mm-hmm. things like that. The, her second album, um, called Electra Heart is a concept album and she's playing a character on the whole thing. That's this like ditzy dumb girl that's like famous because she just does whatever everybody expects of her and kind mm-hmm. of thing. So that's sort of how I got into listening to her. Cause I thought that was so cool. And a lot of her lyrics were just so witty and like had had things to say and I feel like this one was more just I think she was trying to go for a more mature thing and a more personal thing rather than being like commentary or being like uh you know calling things out or anything Mm -hmm. like that and I don't dislike that and I don't think there's anything wrong with that but I think it's not as appealing to me as the other albums just because it doesn't have sort of that bite to it like in terms of tone or like attitude as the other ones do um, it's kind of nice that it is, it feels more personal and just like, this is what she feels like when she's happy and in love. And then this is what she feels like when she's like sad and afraid. Um, like, I think that's what she was going for. I think that's what I've read from her before, um, that this album was supposed to be. And I think that's kind of cool, but I think just, it's hard to not compare it to the other stuff when I like the other stuff so much. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to be unbiased, but that's how I feel. Uh, so if you had to give it a rating... Um, my rating is eh. <laughs> eh, out of ten. Um, it's nothing, it doesn't excite me that much. Um, all of the songs sound kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Um, with, uh, with the exception of the two that I mentioned. Um, I didn't super hate it, but I couldn't find a whole lot that I liked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I've 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 created a new label for music, All right. and I'm excited to share it with you now. It's department. Uh, again. That's not it. Um, it's department store pop music. That is that is certainly a thing. This is what it sounds like to me. Hmm. Um, I respect your opinion, even <laughs> if I don't quite agree. But I know what you mean. You know what I mean. I though. can I could think of something that is department store pop music. Yes. Like so. this, I just sounds like Coles to me. Um, but I, I gave it like a five. All right. I gave it an eight. Um, just because I have listened. Neither of us can talk tonight. <laughs> it's because I've been working from home and sitting and playing Animal Crossing with my mouth shut all day. Um, I gave it an eight out of ten uh, because I've been listening to it since it came out on, you know, on and off. Not, mm-hmm. not constantly, but... Um, it's not my favorite of her albums. I think probably Electra Heart is my favorite. I really like all three of the other ones. It's hard to rank them. Mm. Um, but there are some tracks I really like, and I like the concept of, you know, having the one side or the one, you know, uh, disc being being one feeling and the other disc being the other feeling instead of mixing them together. Like, I think that's interesting, um, because if you were feeling one way, you could just put on the one or the other, you know, and, and they're kind of almost like two different albums. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that's cool, even if maybe it didn't work perfectly, like, in, in practice. I think in theory that's really cool, and I like that she sort of took that sort of artistic approach. I think she's a very creative, artistic-type person, and I admire her for that. Um, I think Handmade Heaven, that was the single, um, and that's, like, the, the first track on the first side. I think that's one of my favorite songs on it. And um, Believe in Love is what it was called, right, on the on side two? Yes. That's That song is really good, so if I had to recommend... One of each, those are the ones that I would recommend. I approve. Matt okay. is neutral. I'm, I'm very neutral. You know, I didn't figure it would be your kind of thing, but I'm glad that you listened to it and had things to say. Yeah. Thank you, Holly, for shouting that out to us. Uh, we got two more uh, albums that have been recommended to us in the pipeline, but if you out there would like us uh, to review your favorite album, New or Old... Send us an email at sleepingsituation at gmail.com or hit us up on your favorite social media platform and let us know what we should be listening to. And maybe you can be next. You're next. We can rip your favorite album to shreds. That's not entirely true. Just don't send us stuff that I don't like. Yeah, simple. What we need to find is more stuff that Ivy doesn't like. Have we ever listened to anything that I hated that back album? Well, I think we both pretty unanimously yeah. <laughs> hated that back. I think everything that we've reviewed thus far that has been that you've given bad marks to, I have also given bad marks to. I don't think there's ever been anything yet 
that has been kind of polarized the opposite. Like, I've been in love with and you really hate. That sounds right. So maybe one day. I'm just cynical, I think, is the... uh, We're just going to have to listen to jazz and you're going to have to listen to me complain because there's too many notes. Yes. That's too many notes for one person to have. Oh, my God. Can we do Bitches Brew? Sure. Oh, my God. We'll put it... You'll hate it. (laughs) I'm so excited. Or Live Evil. Friend, okay, uh, a music nerd friend, send me the most abrasive uh, fusion jazz. <laughs> I'm gonna hate it. Now we can. We're only doing one. Kitty just laid down. That's okay. Bitches brew is like two hours long. It's good. don't. That's not even fair. <laughs> I will listen to one I full play hour you, of jazz. I think we did listen to um, we listened to Sextant that one time, the Herbie Hancock album, and you didn't hate that one. I don't. I remember. thought you were gonna be like, this is weird. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. I can't, like, remember exactly how it went, but I remember listening to it, Yeah, if that makes sense. Maybe I'd survive. We'll have to see. So uh, stay tuned for that. This is exciting to me. Okay. To finish us out, it's game time. You ready for game time? No, actually, but I, I guess we'll do it. Here we go. It's scheduled, so here it comes. Uh, there's a big joke every time we talk about what we're going to do on the podcast, uh, because uh, we're usually not quick enough to things to be topical or not thinking far enough ahead that, like, oh, that would be good to do because, like, next week is whatever. Right. We usually don't think that far ahead. This time, we have decided on something that is topical, and we're going to go back to Animal Crossing again. So if you're not a video game fan, uh, I'm sorry that this episode has alienated you. I hope that you stay with us, and if you have to leave us, I bid you farewell uh, with a tear in my eye. So... (laughs) This week we're going to do top five Animal Crossing characters. I, full disclosure, I have not played that much Animal Crossing. Uh, I have not come across that many characters. I think that's okay, because if you had, if you knew enough to pick five. I just thought of another uh, honorable mention. I don't even know. I had to look some of them up, <laughs> and I'm still not sure which, uh, which, which some of them are. That's all right. So this is fine. I'll help you. Okay. We'll get through this together. Um, So if you've never listened before, if you've never heard this game, Top 5 is simply a game where we list our top five, uh, you know, ranked opinions on uh, the best something. Yeah, that was a really bad explanation. I don't know why I couldn't do that. It's pretty self-explanatory, I Uh, think. I just like to give the people a little bit of... (laughs) A little bit of something to go on, so it, it's not just like you are left out of the circle because you have no idea what's going on or what's going to happen. So, mm-hmm. uh, would you like to go first? I will. Um, so you can be angry at me. Oh, uh, friend and listener Anna suggested this, so thank you. Thanks, uh, Anna. If you have ideas for other top fives, you can also send those along with your album recommendations, so do that. Oh. But uh, this one's from Anna. Good. Thanks, Anna. Thanks, Anna. That sounded really, like, sarcastic and mean. Thanks. Um, But actually, thank you for sending us things. Um, So, Ivy's going to hate all of these. I guarantee... (laughs) That's not true. Um, You're certainly going to hate this first one, I think. Uh, My number five is Mr. Rissetti. I love Mr. Rissetti. Why would I hate that? I don't know. I thought you would be like, he only showed up on the one thing at the back. No, Mr. Rissetti is great. Um... Mr. Rossetti is the uh, the mole who comes up and yells at you when you forget to save. Yeah. Uh, and I love that. He absolutely screams at you. They had to, like, put a warning on uh, the game in Japan because he made children cry. <laughs> He's great. I yeah. love, like, little bit characters and stuff like that. Like, oh, I forgot to mention. Here's how... All right, I'll, I'll add one in now before I forget it. The jack-o'-lantern? Yeah, his name's just Jack. He's so cool. Yes. Um, number four, this is the only one that's, like, an actual resident. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I, or as far as I'm aware, um, and that is Tex. The penguin? Yeah. Yes. I love Tex. I love Tex. He's, he's a penguin that wears, like, a letterman's jacket. He's the coolest. <laughs> uh, I want to be Tex's friend. His attitude is very like, yeah, whatever, man. It's like, I'm just the coolest, so you can do whatever you want. Right. But he's just like, but, you know, I'll be here, and it's fine. Yeah. I'm the best. Don't even worry about it. Right. Um, As a general rule of thumb, I also love all of the cat characters. Yes. And all of the birds. 
Yes. Uh, but this is, I don't know all of them. Tex is great. Tex is great. Um, number three is Florindo, who is the, uh, is, am I saying that right? Do I, I, I don't know who that is. It's the, the sloth in the, uh, he's the, in the plant shop. His name is Leaf. Leaf? Yeah. Well, who's Florindo? I have no idea. Oh. Maybe you looked up the wrong thing. I, I, I think I saw somebody that also looks like a sloth, and uh, I was like, oh yeah, that's the, uh, that's him. No, I knew you liked him. His name is Leaf. Okay. The sloth that works in the plant store. See, that immediately sounds more correct to me. Yeah. And like now I feel Leaf Erickson, but like yes. Leaf on a plant, because a lot of them have pun names. Right. Um, Which is another great thing about Animal Crossing is, like, it's built on puns. Yes. Um, he's so good. He's always so pleasant, and mm-hmm. he's always so happy to see you. Uh, I love Leaf. When he Leaf. sells you, like, a flower, he's like, oh, would you like those happy little daisies? Or, like, would you like that happy little tree? He always calls it a happy little everything. Yes. So good. Uh, number two is Cap'n. Yes. Cap'n is just so good. He's so good. Uh, he is a Kappa. I love... Which is like a weird turtle thing. I love all his little songs. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was one time that he sung about uh, making tea for his feats. Yeah. But I saw it one time, and then he never sang that song again. In New Leaf. Yes. For um, everyone's uh, information. Other ones uh, that I'm trying to remember... What's the what's the hedgehogs? That work at the recycle? No, those are the llamas. What hedgehogs? There's hedgehogs. The they sewing were, the yes. sewing sisters, the Abel sisters. Yes. Mabel and Sable. Yes. And then LaBelle works in the fancy store. Whichever one the blue one is. The one that just sews and doesn't talk to you? Yes. That's Sable. Okay. With the glasses. Yes. Yes. I love the hedgehogs. Um and I'm cheating slightly. Okay. Uh, but my number one uh, favorite character is uh, the uh, the Nook Brothers. Yes, Timmy and Tommy. Timmy and they Tommy. They count as one. The Nook Brothers. That's what I figured. Um, They're basically one character. I don't know who is who. I ever. don't either. Um, if if your day isn't immediately brightened, uh, seeing the little little Nook twins, um, I don't know if they're twins. I assume they are. I would say they are. Um, how dare you? They're adorable. They look like brown raccoons. I know for a fact that they're not actually raccoons. They're like some other related mammal that's like more common in Japan or something, but I forget what yes. they actually are. Um, also, part of the reason that I love them is that they're so optimistic and positive. Um, meanwhile, Tom Nook is a swindler. A capitalist pig. He's the wor- <laughs> Like, every time I have to talk to him, I'm like, God, you're just trying to take my money. <laughs> um... But Tommy and Timmy are always so excited to see you. Yes. And they're so excited to help. And in this one, uh, it was a Timmy walks around with a little flag. I forget which one it He's is. He's so cute. Yeah. I think it's, it might be Tommy. I think it's around. Tommy that walks around outside. But now that we're opening the store, I don't know if he will still be walking around or not. Well, he better be there. I'm sure they will be around. They're I just don't so know if he'll be in the store or outside. Cute. Yes. I love them. They are wee tiny and cute. Good. Good. That's my top five. I think that is a good list. Okay. I think you've forgotten. Even though I didn't know entirely one of the names. That's all right. You tried. You okay. couldn't remember his name. You just happened to look him up wrong. Yes. That's all right. Um, good. So here's my list. Uh, number five. I wanted to put one villager, and uh, by far my favorite villager is Punchy. He is a black and white Punchy. cat. <laughs> he's a black and white cat, and he has a very, like, yeah, let's go have fun sort of attitude, and he's like... You're so cool. You're the coolest. Let's go hang out sort of attitude. And he's he's a cat and he's cute. And he has the name Punchy, which is good. Um, so he's my favorite villager. So he gets number five. Um, my number four is Timmy and Tommy because of all the reasons that you said, but also they still participate in capitalism. So <laughs> they support Nook, who is a swindler and a uncultured swine. Uh, all of our collective enemy who keeps us enslaved. There was... Um, the- <laughs> There was uh, there was one scene uh, in this new game where he says, "After all, we do not do things because they're easy. We do them because they are profitable." Yeah. And I was like, "That is the most um, uh, Hondo Anaka quote I've ever heard," and I love it. That's one for you, Star Wars geeks. That's yes. But it's true. He could like if I I won't try to do his voice because I'll do it bad. But that's something that he would totally say, right? Yes, I would absolutely agree. Um. But they are so cute, and they are so sweet. They're so cute. It's just that they, they support Tom Nook, who cannot be tolerated. 
Yeah, but it's like it's kind of. I this is this is my theory. They're like it's like summer, and their dad, who I'm assuming is named Tim, uh, is like yeah, Tim Nook, Tom Nook's brother. Tom's like, hey, Timmy, what? Give the yeah, give the, give the kids come work with uh, Uncle Tom on the summer. Sure. And he's like, okay, so they're just like there because like they want him to be. That's like their summer gig. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're just the happy seasons to, do change, but... Right. They're just, they're just happy to be making a little money. Yeah, they're just helping A little, uh, little money for uh, uh, baseball cards. <laughs> right, or like new tennis shoes. Yeah. Yeah. That seems fair. Um, so they're in number four. Anyway, uh, number three is Isabel, the golden retriever, who is, uh, has not appeared yet in my new horizons. I'm sure she'll pop up at some point. She's got to be here somewhere. Where is Isabel. Uh, she's off uh, battling all the other Nintendo characters in Smash. She's too busy. But anyway, um, she is, like, the sweetest uh, lady ever. She is also just there to help you, like, purely there to help you, which is why she is the best. She has, But she could also, like, she's in Smash. She could fuck you up if she needed to. <laughs> Isabel is a strong, independent woman, but also is there to support you through everything. So she gets number three. Uh, number two is Cap'n, of course, because his songs mm. are great, and I love his, like, funny accent, and he just has a great attitude, and he's like, oh, ho, ho, I'll take you wherever you want to go, me hearty, because uh, he'll, he'll row you in a boat, or he'll, uh, he'll, uh, not row you, but, uh, you know, take you in his boat, or he, like, drives the bus, or, you know, he's always the, uh, the transportation person. Mm. So I, I hope he shows up in this one, I wonder where he'll be, because, uh, it's an airplane in this one, and they're flown by dodos. So I wonder, he's got to appear somewhere. Um, my honorable mentions. Uh, zipper, which is the bunny that is literally somebody in a suit because it has a zipper down the back. It's terrifying, but Zipper is so cool because the mystery. Um, also, there is a bunny named Hopper, I believe, who has like a squeaky toy thing in the back of his head, so you know he's like a squeaky toy. Um, Bob the cat, he's a purple cat who always has these like very sleepy, kind of stoned-looking eyes. And he's real chill, and I like him a lot. Um, Kix, which is the little skunk that shines your shoes and changes the color. Yes. Kix is good. He speaks with, like, a Cockney accent. He's great. Um, Tortimer, the old mayor of the town. Uh, he's an old man tortoise, and he's uh, retired on an island somewhere. I also had Rossetti and Leaf. Uh, but, of course, the number one, the best character in uh, Animal Crossing is K.K. Slider, the white dog that sings all the songs. He appears to you in dreams. Can I even... Need I say more? He appears to you in dreams to say philosophical, like, hippie, like, wisdom. And then he plays you a song on his guitar. He plays every style of music there is because there's, like, KK pop, and then there's, like, KK country, and then there's, like, KK merengue, and then there's, like, KK thrash. Like, there's every... <laughs> he plays every style of music, so he doesn't discriminate. He's very talented, but he's also so chill, and uh, he just... Wants to open your mind, man. Yeah, he's always like, hey, chill out, man. You dig? Like, he says yeah. you dig. Yeah. Which is great. Like, I love the way he speaks. And he's also just, like, very cool looking, even though he's just, like, a white dog with, like, black eyes. Yeah. Like, I very much like his design, how simple it is. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the new villagers are, like, way over-designed, and I don't like them. Uh, just because they'll add, like, hair. Or they'll add, like, dumb colors. Or, like some dumb pattern to them. It's just, like, too much. Mm -hmm. I love how simple KK is, but he's got, like, cute little floppy ears. Um, that's it. That's it and that's all. So that's our top fives. And uh, you should tweet us or, you know, send us your favorite Animal Crossing characters. And uh, you should also let us know whose list is closest to your own. Hopefully a roundabouts Friday after this comes out. Uh, we will remember to post a poll on our Twitter where you can vote on whose list you think is the best. Hopefully. Hopefully. Sometimes we forget, and I apologize for that. I do have an alarm on my phone that goes off every Friday at 6 p.m. to remind me to do it, and sometimes I ignore it. So I apologize for my insolence. Hopefully one day I will be a better person. <clears throat> it's a roundabouts time that we get out of here, and I eat too many Sour Patch Kids, and, uh... I don't know. We pet the cat. I got some leftover pizza in the fridge. Calling my name. Matt's going to eat some pizza. And I'm going to make him listen to Old Marina and the Diamonds. It's going to be a great time. So, uh, 
Everybody stay safe out there. Stay home. Don't go out if you don't need to. Stay away from friends and family. Uh, call them. Visit their islands on Animal Crossing. Visit my island on Animal Crossing. I want friends. Uh, be safe. Stay healthy. Wash your hands. We love you. Bye. Bye. It's a disaster. Oh, oh no. You've ruined the podcast. Now we have to start over. Oh no.